Discount code FRUITS. One wreck this morning on Governor's near Triana Boulevard. That one had injury and a lot of blockage, and apparently they've opened Cecil Ashburn now. The branches at the Y are clean, and safety measures are in place. Early childhood education, fitness centers, walking tracks, swimming, personal training, and school-age essential worker child care. YMCAHuntsville.org. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. common sense, and a few gray hairs to the table through his many, many years of experience. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. This is Fred Holland. (laughs) 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Do you think I enjoy saying it's going to feel like 103 today? I just, I want to, I'm suffering just like the rest of you. It's summer. Uh, and we got the 60% chance of showers. We're going to get to 94. We're already to 75, 76, Decatur. Uh, Tom Hope, have I got that right, Tom? Hope? Yeah, Hope. All right. Uh, is candidate for, it's a lively one, District 5, uh, in the Huntsville City Council. He's, uh, running. Hey, you're a business guy. You're, uh, you, you, you feel, uh, you're one of those that thinks, uh, I, I guess in reading your, your bio here, uh, life, liberty, and property. Just enough government's enough. Otherwise, get out of my way. Is that kind of, would that be a good summary? Absolutely. All right. So let's let's dig into a couple of these. Uh, but I I, I want to get first of all, why are you running for uh, for Huntsville City Council District Five? So I feel like the state of our government has really gotten away from its roots, like we just discussed. Uh, should be limited to protecting life, liberty, and property. And we're seeing our government really extend into the private business sectors with the creation of an incredible new rooftop bar we've got downtown. We've got a great new amphitheater coming in across the street from my house. And, you know, you, you said I'm a business person, I'm a food and beverage person. If you want to be technical with it, I've been in the industry for 19 years now. And I love all of these things. I just think they should be done through the private um, sector rather than through the government. Uh, we also see that the police are... Yeah, we're in more of an authoritarian state now than I think many citizens here would like to be, especially with the actions we saw happening downtown on June 1st and 3rd. Well, you know, uh, I want to I want to touch on that because I think there's a lot, I, and and you probably I, I we're all kind of getting information from a lot of different sources here, but um, the bottom line is uh, there was there were two events I think there was the demonstration down at the uh, at, at the and I don't want to spend all your time on this, but there was the demonstration down in the park at the uh, at the fountain, and then there was the, the 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 incident around the courthouse. At what point? I mean, I I, I thought. And Sheriff Turner, I think, was the one that ended up having to make the call on this. When you get people an extra hour and a half, I, I, at some point, people need to go home, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. And we saw um, the events happened again on June 5th, and there had been enough cry. I work with Noah Rice, 
um, here with the Madison County Libertarian Party who wrote a very stern letter. And if you just give the people time, eventually they did disperse, and, and nothing made the news come from the 5th. Uh, I believe that it's the same thing had happened on the 1st and the 3rd. Eventually, the people would have dispersed. I had some friends that were downtown that night, and they said if anyone was trying to act up and cause a scene, they were doing a pretty good job of self-policing from within the group to make sure that that was not the impression that was given you know, from the message they were trying to send through the protest. You know, there are people trying to... You know, you know, there are people, whether you want to believe it or not, who are encouraging violence in this. And there were things thrown at police, and they did have to do a sweep, and they found weapons. I mean, I've even had a candidate tell me that uh, this was all planted by the police. I, I, I would that that's that's black helicopter stuff, my friend. <laughs> I mean, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, that's a lot deeper. I'm not going to accuse the police of, of planting anything like that. You know, but uh, and. and Go ahead. I mean, so it's your time. When the comes out and says that half of the, the things that he's seeing that are preparing for battle are first aid kits and face shields and that kind of thing, yeah, that concerns me. Uh, especially when Chief McMurray comes on and his defense is, our police were you know, not prepared for battle. They were wearing body armor to protect themselves. These were defensive things, not offensive things. Well, what else is a first aid kit or a face shield when we've seen that there's a likelihood that they could have tear gas deployed on them? Uh, well, anyway, I don't want to spend all the time on this. We're just going to disagree on this one. But let's let's fine. move forward here. You're talking about eliminate or ignore bad laws. Give me give me an idea here, because I mean, there still has to be a process, right? I mean, you get uh, otherwise we have anarchy, right? Absolutely. So I'm more of a minarchist. Uh, I don't believe in full anarchy. We have to have a government uh, structure and support system in place. But one of the first bad laws that I'm really talking about ignoring is the $25,000 fine from the state. I don't think it was a very well-thought-out law in the first place. It's essentially you're charging yourself to mow your own lawn. Who pays the $25,000 fine? It's the taxpayers. So that's just generating $25,000 of more revenue for the government to to move the statue. Well, shouldn't there be a process uh, for the removal of the statue? Because there, there are people actually who, I know people whose families were involved in putting this thing there, and their reasons are as varied as the people who want to take it down. Uh, I, there, there is something bubbling in the legislature. It's been pre-filed. Shouldn't we allow that to run its course? It, let it run its course, but when it comes down to taxing the citizens of Huntsville an additional $25,000 when the process works out and the decision to move it gets made. Uh, I just don't think that the citizens should have to pay an additional fee for that. Well, I just, uh, and we've seen that it's been raised in the, the private sector, so you know we don't need to tax the, the citizens for Huntsville. We've got the Citizens Coalition for Justice Reform has raised the money should it need be, and I'm just encouraging them not to pay that. Well, I just I, I I think it's a bad precedent. I think uh, you do it for the next law and the next law, and then and all of a sudden you're you're ignoring laws all over the place. I think we got to have some kind of uh, th- we got to stick with the process. That's just me. All right, I want to get to uh, you got some other things here about uh, um, fighting some confusion on city boundaries. I'm not sure how we fix that, but I want to give you an opportunity to chat with that chat about that too. One more segment, and we'll let you do a little uh, little uh, politicking at the end of this thing, which is custom here. More with Tom Hope. He's uh, running for uh, Huntsville City Council, District 5, coming up. He spent over 30 years talking to and about North Alabama. 
and he's not done yet. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. With a Bloomberg Business of Sports report, I'm Michael Barr. The baseball season has started with eerily empty stadiums, but some teams are exploring high-tech ways to verify that people in the stands are taking health precautions, a possible step toward bringing fans back. Several Major League Baseball teams have held talks with a California startup called Airspace Systems that develops technology to detect whether people are wearing face masks. The league and the company said the discussions focus on implementing the systems into cameras around the stadium to identify people without face coverings or wearing masks improperly. In a federal court filing, Washington NFL owner Daniel Snyder is accusing a disgruntled former team employee of taking part in what he says is an Internet trolling campaign involving stories that falsely linked him to convicted sex criminal Jeffrey Epstein. Snyder also accused Mary Ellen Blair of taking money. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. Dell supports America's entrepreneurs during Small Business Month with all you need to office anywhere. Save up to 45% on computers and servers with Intel Core processors. Upgrade to new modern devices with Windows 10. Plus, save on top-brand tech while enjoying free shipping on everything and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call 877-ASK-DELL to talk to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the tech that's just right. That's 877-ASK-DELL or visit dell.com slash smallbusinessdeals. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. It's the final days to save up to $500 on select Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds, plus special financing on all Smart Beds ends Wednesday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do Alabama's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Give some stations an hour and they'll give you heartburn. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. WTKI Talk. Tom Hope is uh, one of I guess three of you, right? The incumbent and two and, two, and you two more, right? Have I, have I got you all in there? Yeah, it's my, myself, Colver, and Mr. Meredith. All right, running for uh, District Five, Huntsville City Council. It is a far-flung district that sits in two counties, uh, and uh, there you, you you bring up something that I look. I'm with you on this. I I just don't know how you fix it. Uh, the boundaries comprising District 5, incredibly confusing, particularly along 72. And then, you know, you're in Huntsville, you're in Madison, you're in Madison, you're in Huntsville. It's hard. I don't know how you fix it. 
Because you would have to have, you really would have to have cooperation from both cities, both entities. And, and we're talking about people who, people covet, right? <laughs> That's part Absolutely. of the problem. Absolutely. And it's not just both cities either. It's the Madison County and Limestone County. The district is 50% geographically in Limestone County as much as it is in Hunt, or Madison. So to fix it, I, I don't know what the answer is either. But I do know that it starts with bringing people that are smarter than myself to the table and having the conversations from there. One of my goals, if I get into the position, we will to never be the smartest person in the room. Uh, first of all, I can never grow in advance as an individual if I'm the smartest person in the room. And second of all, I'm not foolish enough to think that I can't be that person necessarily. Everyone's going to have a strength compared to me in other fields, and I want to make sure that I'm open to hearing those voices and considering those ideas before I make a decision. You know, I, I, I guess, and I don't know if the conversation's ever been had, I, I, I it's been brought up a few times, but I mean, I guess you could say, hey, we'll give you a Lowe's if you'll give us Home Depot or vice versa, <laughs> something. Because well, you, know, you got one in Madison and one in Huntsville, and I think like the Wendy's there on the corner, I think it's actually in the city of Huntsville. Um, yeah, straightening out the boundaries would, would, would be something that I think would be desirable. It's just getting it done, I think, would be. You, you, I guess you'd have to appoint a commission to kind of look into it and and, 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 and actually go to the departments and see what kind of... Because cities aren't going to want to lose money on this, right? And, and that, that, yeah. that, that's the part where it starts getting dicey. If, if you could make it revenue neutral for the two cities and fix the boundaries, you might have something to go on there. I'm th- I think. I don't know that anybody's ever brought it up, frankly. Uh-huh. I'm hoping so, and I want to shift the conversation for city government and whatnot out of the idea of primarily being here to generate revenue and, quote-unquote, to bring a job. You know, the government really doesn't bring a job unless it's a taxpayer-funded job. The government creates the fiscal opportunity for an entrepreneur or a corporation to come in and then create the job. What about things like Mazda Toyota? Good thing? I mean, I, I again, that's government kind of poking the pig a little bit. Uh, tax increment funding districts. TIFs have been, I, I guess we have a mixed bag on those. We had two pretty successful ones, one still to be determined. Uh, do you favor that kind of stuff, or would you avoid government involvement at all in, in trying to recruit? So if I was going to be involved in that kind of, you know, let's give them a tax break and that kind of thing, I would just want to make sure that that break was applied evenly across the industry. So anyone wanting to compete, you know, in that sector would receive the same kind of benefits. Uh, I'll probably catch some heat from the left on that side, but I'll say the churches are the ones that I think are taxed right. So, you know, I want to put as much money back into the pockets of the individual and the businesses that are creating these jobs and these opportunities for people because that's how I think we grow the economy and, and grow the quality of our lives. So you would so incentives, but make them. I mean, we 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 seem to do at least around here. We've done a pretty good. Remington was an oddball. I mean, it just was. Um, we did like, like Whole Foods. I think we did some infrastructure stuff for them in return for. Uh, that being a tax increment funding thing, and it built Huntsville High School, if I recall how all that worked. Some of that works well, but you got but you got to have transparency, right? And I, and I think we have. I, I, we seem to have. I don't know. There might be something I'm not aware of. 
Uh, I'm sorry, I missed if there was a question. There. Oh, just I'm 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 one again. I'm wondering about those kind of things, helping Whole Foods and having that money dedicated to building a high school and that kind of thing. And and is that something that you would want to continue? Uh, funding a high school is great um, to benefit the world's richest man and Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon and Whole Foods. Is that the right person that we need to be given that tax break to? You know, I'm not so sure about that. If anyone can afford it, I would think that he could. Yeah. Well, I mean, he could have built somewhere else, too. I mean, it's it's a it's a double-edged sword, <laughs> I suppose. Sure. Something else could have I gone mean, there. Sure. I mean, it could have. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm All right. What from a, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say one of the, You can finish your thought, because I was going to get on to the next topic here. Go ahead. Well, it was just a poor example. I remember the... Mayor race a couple of years ago, the, the Mayor Gupton was bragging about bringing a Buffalo Wild Wings to town as job creation. Now, I don't think that's the case with, you know, the jobs that have been brought to Huntsville by any means. They're much higher quality jobs, but the principle is not too far off. All right. Uh, decriminalization of marijuana. I, I always ask this question to people when they're talking about this. First of all, I think you're going to have to have the state involved at some point. The city, it's kind of not their call. Uh, secondly, I think, why do we want to put another drug on the road legally when we already have an issue with alcohol? So we have people that are literally fleeing the state to go to medical states because they can't get the treatment that they want here through the benefits of medical marijuana. I know that's still a little bit of a controversial subject in the state, but there is a lot of merit to it. I mean, we looked at the mandatory government shutdown, and these dispensaries were considered an essential business in other states. We also see, I saw Andy Wallison posted that blacks are arrested in Huntsville 11.8 times more than whites for the possession of marijuana, and studies show that blacks and whites typically use the drug at the same rate. So 90% of the police officers that I talk to are already pretty much decriminalizing it and doing what they can to not put somebody in jail or ruin their life or make their situation harder when they catch them with it. They're just trying to throw it away and ignore it. And it's being discretionally used to arrest people at an unfair rate, in my opinion. But again, uh, I, I, back to the other issue here. Uh, do we? So you're for legalization from a medical standpoint? Because we just jumped to recreational use there. Because if people are just, I, I guess we're muddying the waters here. You're for full decriminalization, or just for the medical part? And we're we're kind of working on that one in the legislature. No, I would be for full full legalization. All the city can do, though, is decriminalize. The city doesn't have the ability to even make medical marijuana. Uh, thing that has to go through the state and then the federal government, and it's gonna, it, it's still illegal on the federal side, and I don't see that changing, um, given the current political landscape. So what would what would Huntsville do? Just ignore the law? Uh, again, back just to ignore the law, just like Atlanta has done, just like Denver did when they were one of the early adopters to this. Um, just ignore the law. All right. Yeah, we can still get dealers and, and the people that are, especially people that are trying to push towards children by all means. Um, but if someone wants to do something in their own house they sh- and they're not harming anyone else, they should be left alone. And that's my philosophy across the board. All right. I want to, I want to get, uh, give you a chance to do a little politic in here. Uh, why Tom Hope for, uh, uh, Madison? Uh, I keep going. Madison, for some reason, because it's way out there in the sticks, District 5 part of it. Uh, Why for Huntsville City Council District 5, Tom? 
Yeah, we, we totally surround the city of Madison. So I am a much different candidate than many people have probably ever had the opportunity to vote for before. I consider myself to be a libertarian, uh, which means I want you to own yourself. I want you to take personal responsibility, and I don't want you to harm anyone else. Should you do those things, restitution is absolutely justified, and you should be punished accordingly. I am a young father. It's very important to me that if something questionable were to happen 10 years from now, I don't have my son look me in the eyes and say, Daddy, why is this how things are or why did that person get killed in the streets and I just say so that's just the way things are I'm sorry I don't have a better answer for you so I'm running to be the change in leadership that I want to see for my son and I want to give people of Huntsville an option to vote for liberty like they might not have had before all right where do people find your campaign I'm betting you're all over the place right so absolutely I'm on Facebook at Tom Hope for Huntsville City Council you can find my website at www.hopeforhuntsville.com. That's H-O-P-F, P as in Paul, F as in Frank, the number four, Huntsville.com. And then if you're a tweeter, you can find me just at Tom Hope. All right. Tom, we appreciate it. Uh, good luck. Appreciate you sharing. And, uh, well, we're just packing them in like sardines. We got a, we got a, got one for Decatur coming up running for mayor. Seven of those. Tom, right. thanks. We appreciate your time. Have a great day. Thank you for having me on, Fred. You have a great day as well. Offensive words. Capitalism and freedom. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. That wreck on Governor's near Triana Boulevard has been our only working accident this morning. They had an injury there and lots of blockage working to clear it out of the way. Is that mask and hose keeping you awake? Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the Somnodent, an easy-to-use oral device, insurance approved for sleep apnea and snoring. RandallSandlin.com or 350-CARE. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. When is a clearance? A clearance. Easy. When it's Honda Summer Clearance at Honda of Decatur. It's easier here with .9 during clearance time. .9 financing for up to 60 months on remaining select 2020 Hondas. Or 1.9 for 72 months. Summer clearance. Huge discounts. So why go there when it's easier here? Where the savings are always greater. HondaofDecatur.com and on Beltline Road. With approved credit through HFS. Not all will qualify. My show isn't just about left and right, Democrats versus Republicans, liberals fighting conservatives. The Mike Gallagher Show is about life, family, friends, how you're going to pay for your kid's college, what information you need to get that promotion, how do you help your fellow man. It's also about standing up to power, whether that's the senator who's handing out favors to big donors or the race hustlers who divide us. Follow the Mike Gallagher Show at Facebook or Twitter at Radio Talker Mike and online at MikeOnline.com. It's the Mike Gallagher Show. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI. The bond we share with our pets is undeniable. They fill us with love, comfort, and joy, and they deserve the same. As pet owners, we want to care for and protect our pets. Sadly, in homes where domestic violence occurs, pets are often victims too. Hi, I'm Russell Wilson. Each year, millions of domestic violence victims stay in abusive situations because they fear for the safety of their pet. With less than 10% of domestic violence shelters allowing pets, too many lives remain at risk. Victims of domestic violence should never have to make a choice between their own safety and the safety of their loved ones, including pets. That's why the Banfield Foundation supports programs that provide temporary shelter and veterinary care so people and pets can find safety together. Because when we help pets, we help people too. 
To learn more and get involved, visit BanfieldFoundation.org slash SaferTogether. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. Time, you make plenty of plans, but do you plan for your plants? I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about how to help your plants survive your summer vacation right after this. Outdoor concrete projects are quick and easy with Quickrete Fast Setting Concrete in the red bag. Whether you need to set a fence post, mailbox post, or deck footing, or even pour a backyard patio, Quickrete Fast Setting Concrete in the red bag makes it simple. To set a post, there's no mixing. Just pour the dry mix into the hole and add water. It sets hard in about 20 minutes, and you're done. It's that fast and easy. Quickrete Fast Setting Concrete. Look for it in the red bag. Most indoor plants are pretty resilient and left unattended for a week or less, they'll do just fine if you water them thoroughly before you leave and make sure they have adequate light. If you plan to be away longer than a week, you should make arrangements for a friend or neighbor to water your plants. If that's not possible, here's another option. You can create a slow-release watering device for each plant by using plastic soda bottles. Clean a bottle for each plant and try to match the size of the bottle to the size of the plant. Fill the bottles with water, but before you screw on the cap, punch one or two small holes in them with something small like a pin or needle. Just before you leave, turn the bottle upside down and bury it into the soil of each plant container. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Tossing food wrappers in soda cups can be expensive. That $7.99 value meal you threw out the window could cost you $500 in fines. And if you don't learn your lesson the first time, a second fine will cost you $1,000. Put garbage in its place. Throw away your trash, not your cash. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Law Enforcement Agency, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Guess what day it is? Julie. Huh? Julie. Providing Guess a little talk stimulus. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Hump day. Hump day. 
Yep. For rebates or special financing options and a new Linux home comfort system, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning, 256-852-8825. You can also visit online, InsideWeatherGuy.com. Terms and conditions apply. Alabama certification number 83073. Uh, well, 103 is what it's going to feel like today. We'll get to 94, at least that's what they're saying. Um, and we're looking at showers and storms, about a 60% chance mainly after 3 today. And we're still in the pattern uh, as we get to the weekend, and that's still kind of unsure, but we're going to see the sunshine at least every day. Um, David Childers is one of seven uh, vying for uh, the mayorship of Decatur. David, why why so many? How are you? Hey, good morning, Fred. How are you, sir? Good. So, so why so many vying for this position? Is it impatience, or or a need to go back to where where you've been? I mean, or is it a little of both? Well, I think I think it's a little bit of both. I think uh, we have so many candidates running for mayor at this point in time because there's just so many people wanting a change, looking for that change. Everybody has different ideas about how the change can happen. We all have the the common core of the change in mind, but I think that's the reason you have such a large turnout for the mayoral race. Did the uh, did the current mayor light a fuse? Uh, you know, because I know that over the years, knowing a little bit about Decatur, you've got the, the the kind of the separation with a separate metropolitan area from Huntsville. There's kind of a it, it's a little more heavy industrial, but that's changing a little bit because you guys are building rockets now, have been for about a decade. Um, or, or is it other things that I'm missing here? What, what, what's going on, and why are you running? Well, once again, Decatur has <clears throat> has been in, in declining in population, declining in growth for a number of years, and it's finally gotten to a point to where we have to make a change. We have to make a change. You brought up a great point. We're launching rockets. Decatur's not launching rockets. The uh, Trinity's launching rockets. GLA is not in within the city of Decatur. So, you know, when we look at this whole thing together, change is needed. We've went along with the program status quo for so many years, and it's really gotten us in a in a, a situation now that we have to bring in people. We have to bring in jobs. We have to bring in more industry. We have to monopolize and utilize uh, the assets that we have, but all of that has to be done in a correct fashion and not misutilized. So there, I, I, I'm sensing with the current mayor, there had, you know, he he's the one that woke up one day, I guess, uh, and, and realized there were hub zones. Uh, no mayor prior to that apparently had noticed that. So he, he thought, well, we we can we can start taking some opportunities there. Has he been successful? Is that something that 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 should be looked at? Is that going to draw? Because because again, you're not the only candidate that's brought this up. Got to generate your own jobs because you don't want people uh, necessarily. Uh, you have people working sometimes in Decatur, but they're living in Madison or somewhere else, right? Uh, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Transient workers is is what we what we have here in Decatur, and once again, we've got to go back to the basics. We got to market ourselves. I think Decatur has done a very poor job of marketing what we have to offer here in Decatur. And I think we, we do have some good, very good things. Uh, if we're, if we're marketing to businesses, 
which I think would be a would be a great starting point. And, and Fred, you understand this is a, a step program. This is not going to happen in two years, three years. This is something that we're going to have to start on now, and our kids going to our kids are going to enjoy it later down the road. Okay, um, but some of the great things that we have here in Decatur for marketing for businesses is we've got a number of locations for lease or sale. Um, average on a, a nice anchor store uh, in a Target complex, uh, um, a Publix complex is around $20, a square foot, which is very, very inexpensive compared to other places around. Warehouse leasing space per square foot, averaging $1.42 for the, for the larger companies that need warehousing. Another thing is we have an impeccable insurance rating here in Decatur for the Insurance Service Organization, ISO. Our fire department has achieved a Class 2 rating, which is only, we're one of only 1,064 in the, in the nation that has that rating. So your insurance is cheaper. It's cheaper to do business in Decatur. We need to be marketing that. We need to to throw out the stigma that Decatur is difficult to do business with. We need to be business friendly. We need to attract those businesses so we don't have the transient worker. We have the worker that gets up and drives 10 minutes to work in the city. Um, one of the things, and I, you know, I, I, you've probably heard this as well. I'll, I've heard a couple of people mention where you, you know, you get Sixth Avenue, which is Highway 31, and you drive down through there, and it's mostly, uh, you know, pawn shops and fast food, and you know, not, not to say there haven't been some other developments, and there have been, um, but that's just not accelerating fast enough. Or, or should there be more concentration on downtown? Should there be perhaps uh, some kind of commercial? Um, I don't know, incubators somewhere. I mean, what what are things that might juice the juice the process a little bit here? Sure, that's that's a that's a great question. Uh, you know, our our main corridors is Sixth Avenue, Highway Thirty One, uh, over to the Five Sixty Five, and then the Beltline that we have here. There's still areas to be developed um, in those. Corridor, so to speak. We're looking at the 565 corridor as well out there. Decatur needs to annex more property in. We need to annex to the northeast, to the north. We just brought uh, Calhoun Community College in not very long ago. So we need to start annexing north. We need to start annexing northeast. Um, we can We can annex west. We can go west from where we're at now. We've got to have the property to be able to grow, to bring the industries in. You know, as you said, you see pawn shops, you see fast food restaurants. Those are great mom-and-pop stores, uh, mom-and-pop service industries. But we haven't had a major industry development indicator in a quarter of a century. So we need to be really marketing ourselves to the industries to come in to Decatur and plant their cement indicator to bring our people jobs. 
you know, you 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 sound like you've been around real estate a little bit, and I, I, you know, you kind of scratch your head at the you got that project that's the old Highway 20 that basically would be, I, I, I guess, for all intents and purposes, an extension of Interstate 565 to 31 to the to the bridge there, and that interchange that was going to be there, I guess, for the what was going to be Bass Pro Shops, and that whole thing fell through because of a number of problems. Um, w- w- did did leadership drop the ball there? Or was it just one of those things that just happens? Well, I think it, I think it was a combination of both, Fred. To be honest with you, I think the the leadership did uh, uh, miss an opportunity. Uh, Decatur has been known to to operate just a little bit slower. Um, so I think we did miss an opportunity. I think there was a, a lot of other underlying issues, uh, a lot of political issues that came into that Bass Pro Shop as well and to the interchange out there. So it was a combination of issues with, with City Hall and making promises that people can't keep. Yeah. And Decatur has a reputation of the promises that you can't keep, and I'm here to change that. All right, we'll give you an opportunity to do a little politicking at the end here. Uh, David's with us uh, for the rest of the hour. We've got a little segment coming up. We'll get to some other issues. Uh, I want to get to some other things that might uh, might make things, things happen a little faster because it seems like there's some patience indicator. Uh, and we'll have another big segment at the end. We'll let you do a little politicking as well. David Childers, one of seven vying for uh, the mayorship of Decatur. It's a wild thing across the river. More on that coming up. WTKI Talk. Like us on Facebook at WTKI and be in touch anytime. Working to clear a wreck on Governor's near Triana Boulevard. That one had a lot of blockage and an injury reported. And we're getting reports that Cecil Ashburn is fully open this morning. Are you hungry for spicy and sweet? Popeye's hot honey chicken, a signature side, and a milk biscuit. Now only five bucks. University in Jordan, 72 and Jeff, and North Parkway. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. The city that never sleeps is not waking up. Back in one minute with your food chain question of the day. There is a homeopathic remedy for just about every ailment. Longtime medical doctor, osteopath, and homeopath Jeff Lester is available to accurately diagnose the root cause of your affliction and prescribe the proper homeopathic remedy to help your body resolve its affliction. Homeopathic remedies for heart and lung disease, migraine headaches, ADHD, depression, diabetes, and many other afflictions of the body and mind is at hand and may cost less than $10 per month without insurance. For your personal homeopath consultation, call Dr. Jeff Lester at 888-600-8117. Dr. Jeff Lester, 888-600-8117. 888-600-8117. Your homeopathic remedy is at hand for less than you think possible. 888-600-8117. 
New York City is sleeping through breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Starbucks reports that only 5% of its U.S. stores are completely closed, but Kalinowski Equity Research said the closed Starbucks are located in the New York City metro area. And Shake Shack reports that its sales in the city were down 39% from year ago. Kalinowski told the Post, It's not normal to see Central Park and Times Square empty. Question. Given a big hunger, which New York City street food would you buy first? The hot dog or the halal plate? Answer today's question and learn how yesterday's question was answered at WTKIRadio.com. That's WTKIRadio.com. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. We've been selling printer supplies for a half a century. And today, we make it easier than ever to make sure our customers get the best price and the best support. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. With our easy plan, you can order supplies online at guaranteed low prices and get our award-winning on-site service for free. There's no catch. Drake Avenue and at lyosigroup.com. For printer supplies, we're a partner in your success. person, Daryl? I am. Love him since I was three years old. Vicious creature. Able to pet the pussycat and keep you informed. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. By the way, we're drinking Rwanda this morning from our friends at Old Town Coffee, 511 uh, Pratt Avenue and Five Points. Oh, and they can bring it to you. Grubhub uh, can, can, can get it. Or you can just stop by and pick it up. Uh, anyway, the official coffee of the Fred Holland Morning Show. Uh, David Childers is a uh, candidate for mayor of uh, Decatur. There are seven of them. You brought up a couple of things I was not aware of. Uh, the fact that um, it, it is a head-scratcher that's got a great fire rating and low lease rates. Um, but I've also lived in another number of southern cities over the years, David. And, and you know, Huntsville and Decatur, one thing you can compare, Huntsville's rel- relatively young in what it's done, and I think a lot of the stuff happened with the rocket scientists coming here and all that. I blame everything on this side of the river on the Germans. Um, you didn't necessarily have that in Decatur, nor Birmingham, nor Savannah, nor, you know, a lot of t- traditional southern cities. Uh, and, and there's, it, it inherently, there's a slowness to change, right? A, a greater resistance, maybe? You're exactly right. Uh, the city of Decatur and the past administrations have just been slow to act. Uh, we've basically been reactive rather than proactive. Um, you know, moving ahead, anticipating what's coming in the future, looking at trends and, and doing analysis of future trends. We have just got to start being proactive and getting ready to promote ourselves to these technology groups, to these tech jobs, uh, to these higher paying jobs. That's something that we've lacked on through the years, through the past administrations, and that's something that I'm going to be really involved in is looking at the trends, the future trends, and being being out there in front of the industries 
promoting our city that we have. You know, you've got some great, I, I mean, over the years, I mean, I've gotten to know some of the people in workforce development and, and the chamber and, and I mean, there, there seems to be a lot of, 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 of trying to get some things going. What, what's been the, the, the thing that's missing from that, that sauce? What, what's missing from that recipe? Well, I think, you know, we've got to look at, uh, housing. We've got to, we've got to bring some housing in. We've got to get the people in and, you know, you go back to what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? So we've got to look at just getting back to basics. We've got to get a budget indicator that we can live with. Uh, we've got to take and, and we've got to carve out the fluff in the budget. We've got to get a budget back to basics. All right. I'm, I'm going to get, I'm, we I'm, I'm, we're slaves of the clock. I'll give you a chance to finish up that sure. thought. Coming up, nope. David Childers running for mayor of Decatur. Coming up. Talk. Don't have time to call? Then email Fred at WTKIRadio.com. Slacker. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. You might be able to own a piece of Airbnb later this year. The home sharing site plans to start the process of becoming a public company this month, and its stock could be trading later in the year. Earlier this year, Airbnb saw a slump in travel. It laid off a quarter of its staff and postponed its plans to go public. However, it's seeing a rebound now as people take vacations closer to home and are booking homes to get away. China-based Tencent Holdings saw business jump 37% in its spring quarter. It was helped by people playing its video games and using its social media. Its online games saw the largest increase up 40%. Grubhub's new owner, Just Eat Takeaway, is reporting a strong quarter. It was helped by delivering food to people staying home during lockdowns across Europe. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Coselda, invested in you. They had snuck in in the night and committed these murders. Nobody had a clue about who or why. You got eight people dead, and um, things like that don't usually happen in a small town. I mean, they don't usually happen anywhere, and it was just a real shock. Four-plus years after these murders, and they couldn't have written a more sinister story than what's playing out in Pike County, Ohio right now. Listen to the Piketon Massacre wherever you get your podcasts. We haven't picked up anything new accident-wise. Had one on Governor's near Triana Boulevard. It should be cleared up. Got word that Cecil Ashburn has been open. That should help us out quite a bit coming over the mountain there. On-the-job injuries can happen. Senior Timberlake and Lee can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. 
Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you, too, can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. My name is Latoy Adams. I served in the Army. Being with Paralyzed Veterans of America, they have showed me so much is possible. I'm Sean Castle. served in the United States Army. I went from laying in the hospital bed dying to being a professional wheelchair basketball player. And it started with that one moment where there's life. I am unstoppable because Paralyzed Veterans of America is by my side. We, we are unstoppable. Learn more at pva.org. WTKI Talk. Find out more about your favorite shows at WTKIRadio.com. David Childers, uh, candidate for mayor of Decatur. There are seven of them running. Uh, it's going to be a wild affair on August 25th. All right, I've been just, just saying, uh, I, I don't know if any municipal budget probably doesn't have fluff in it. <laughs> right? <laughs> There's always something to exactly. cut, right? <laughs> exactly. All right, I want, we, we haven't really talked. We'll run down a couple of these, but I, I wanted to get to this one. Uh, no more crooked politics. Transparency is a big problem indicator. I think you've mentioned back backroom deals and all that kind of stuff. What You're calling them out here. Um, that the biggest problem here or just a number of things? Or is that a biggie? Well, no more crooked politics. That's That's one thing that we've had here for a very, very long time. Uh, here in Decatur with, you know, people making deals behind the scenes, favoritism, um, you know, letting things slide a little bit. You know, as far as business, everything needs to be uniform across the board for every business that comes into Decatur. Um, you know, we're dealing with uh, contamination of hazardous materials over here in Decatur now. Uh, you, you read the news articles on that mm-hmm. and, and some of the, some of the secret meetings that were, were held in regards to that. That needs to stop. The city hall needs to be transparent with the people. You know, we need to stop hiding the decisions from the public. We need to stop the secret meetings. I mean, we just need to stop the crooked politics. We should have a city hall that if you have a question and I'm your mayor, you can come to my office. If I don't know the answer, you and I are going to walk through the building to the department heads or get in the car and go to the department heads and find the answer to your problem. That's transparency, and that's what we have to have in order to generate more population, more growth, and more development to care. You know, I, I I go back to Ronald Reagan. You know, the old uh, idea that a, a rising tide lifts all boats. You 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 gotta if you include everybody in the process, you've got everybody hopefully on board pushing it as well. Um, but you know, then you get back to this new business, new jobs thing. I mean, incentives. Uh, do you do a lot of the? Do you do the tiffs like Huntsville has done? I don't even know if Decatur's considered those. I mean, I, 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 are, are these things that would be on your in your in your bag of tricks as far as things you'd like to see, use tools you'd like to use? 
Sure, sure. You know, one of the things that I would like to see in, in the marketing program uh, for bringing in smaller businesses is is look at a threshold of your business license. You have to meet a certain threshold to have to pay um, X amount of dollars for your business license. I know at the start that may decrease the business license revenue, but on the backside of it, it increases our tax revenue. So that's one thing that we need to look at and enticing the, the small businesses in. Some of the other things that we need to look at on bringing larger industries in is what we have to offer. We do have the river here. We've been known for the river city forever and ever. Uh, unfortunately, this administration wasted over $200,000 trying to be rebranded. They wanted to, to rebrand us. We're a little different. Yeah. Well, I guess they're not very wrong on that, are they? They are <laughs> a, little a little different, bit different. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I don't want to – living in Decatur for nearly a quarter of a century, I don't want to be known as living in the place that's a little different. Do you, Fred? Uh, it depends. There's that, there's that keep Boston weird thing that I keep going back to when I think about that. All right, so in, in the seconds <laughs> we have left here, uh, why, David Childers, for Mayor of Decatur and tell people where to find your campaign? Sure, sure. Well, we're on Facebook. Uh, that's that's one thing. David Childers for Mayor. We have our .com, davidchildersformayor.com. I'm 49 years old. Um, I've lived here in Decatur a quarter of a century. I'm a business owner. I'm a president of a, of a nice corporation here. And I know what it's like to follow a budget. I know what it's like to give a person a paycheck. And I know what it's like to know that people are depending on you. As being the mayor of the city of Decatur, you have people depending on you. And if you don't have the knowledge and experience of following a budget and knowing at the end of the year, the fiscal year, that you have accomplished that budget, you shouldn't be a mayor. All right. David Childers, uh, one of seven running for mayor of Decatur. David, we appreciate you sharing. Hope you have a great day and good luck. Great. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. radio for the rest of us follow the fred holland morning show on twitter at wtki talk for decades bob davies at davies auto service center has been taking care of our personal and company vehicles and i've mentioned this many times bob shoots you straight what kept me coming back all those years was the things bob said we didn't need yet And when we did need a major repair, Bob was reasonable. Another thing from Davies Auto Service Center you're not going to get from other auto repair shops? One-year warranty on parts and labor. You like what you drive. You want to keep it on the road. Maybe you're shooting for that mileage milestone. And besides, it's cheaper than a car payment. So call Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center, the blue building, 10th Avenue and Triana Boulevard, between Bob Wallace and Governor's Drive in Huntsville. Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. That's Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Hunter.